It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? FFFSOSS.com. At FFFSOSS, Twitter, Twitch.tv slash AJ Nick3. I was going to say maybe a Cowboy uh, watch party this weekend, but that ain't going to happen because the Cowboys did it to me again. <laughs> they did it to me again, folks. And, you know, I am obviously a little sad about that. I'm coming off a, a wedding I was in, so I'm a little banged up from that still. So if you're like, what? Is he really, really sad? No, I'm a little banged up from the wedding. And you're like, what the hell's wrong with him? Um, but I am, <laughs> I am sad, that's for sure. But they did it to me again. So, kick off, we'll talk about the Cowboys and Eagles getting embarrassed. Super wildcard weekend, and we'll do our Super wildcard weekend recap. Weekend soccer recap, college basketball, and more. But a big, uh, big wildcard weekend show on this Tuesday edition of the pod. Uh, remember, it's a Dr. King. Um, have you... Happy birthday to him. Um, a great man. A great man in American history. Someone that should be uh, celebrated and remembered every day. That's for sure. Not just one day out of the year. Um, so with that, we got a big show on this Tuesday. Cowboys and Eagles embarrassed. We'll break down those games. Then our Super Bowl call weekend recap. Weekend soccer recap, college basketball, and more. Again, I don't know how long this one's going to be. I got the recaps right now, but I'm a little banged up and... Um, I'm giving you a see on Tuesday because with the delay, I couldn't record on Monday before the Eagle game. And then by the time the Eagle game ended, excuse me, it was like 11 and change, and I was tired, so I didn't want to record. So here we go. All right. Um, kick it off. Cowboys, Eagles, embarrassed. And the AFC have the, the seeds hold. So start with the Cowboys. 12 wins, three years in a row, no title game appearance. It's the first team to ever do that. Of note, since the AFC, AFL, NFL merger in nineteen seventy, no team's ever done that. I know people are gonna be like AJ. You didn't want McCarthy to begin with, so you're just gonna say fire him now, even though it's one twelve games. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am because the games where I measure their season this season uh, or this campaign with McCarthy, the game on the road in San Francisco they don't show up. The game on the road in Buffalo they don't show up. And then this game at home against the playoffs, in the playoffs against the Packers, they don't show up. So I, um, that's enough for me. And especially with all the coaches out there, um, you know, Belichick, Rabel, Harbaugh, like uh, you got to get one of those guys. Because this guy, enough of this guy. I, I can't do it anymore. And I know people were killing Kellen Moore last year. So they let him go and now McCarthy takes over the play. I don't care. I don't, uh, enough. I understand they had a good offense this year. You get bounced on the wild card round as the two seed. I don't care. Enough. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. It, it just doesn't make a ton of sense. And I'm with Jerry Jones. Like, uh, the mat got pulled under you. Like, maybe you, you don't, you don't, maybe you lose next week. A heartbreaker or whatever. But you can't lose to the seventh seed after you won the division. I understand the Eagles, but we'll get to them in a second. But you still won the division. You still have the two seed. You have the home games until the title game if you get there. And then you still might have that if somebody beats the Niners. But 
12 wins three years in a row not to get to the title game. <sighs> That's bad. And I understand the last two years it's been divisional. You know. With the Niners coming in and then um, going to the Niners last year. And now at home with Green Bay. Like, you hadn't lost at home in two years. 16-0 and last 16. Last two years regular season. And you did win the Seattle playoff game, which was home. Uh, a couple seasons ago. But they did it to me again. And... Did I think they would do it to me this round? No, I really didn't. Uh, the Packers playing some good football. Young team. A lot of unproven pieces. At so many levels of that offense and defense, to be fair. Yeah, Jair Alexander, who like almost quit on the team, but then he's like fired up to play. Like, I don't know. He goes out there, he's not a cat. Like, what the hell's going on? And that team beats the Cow. Like that it's just it's just really, really bad. It's inexcusable and McCarthy got out coached and you have to like you have to fire him. You have to. You have to. I understand people could be like, AJ, you're crazy. So many teams would die for winning twelve games a year. Okay. You're talking about Carolina. You're talking about Atlanta. You're talking about um, Denver. You're talking like you're talking about teams. You're talking Tennessee. Indiana. You're talking about teams that don't have historic dynasties in their past. I mean Denver. Okay, fine. But you get what I'm saying. There's only like one. There's only a few teams that get held to the standard of their franchise every year. Packers, Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots now that all their they, they stink and all their fans are getting up their butt about it. But the Cowboys are certainly one of them. So when you come to the Cowboys, you have more pressure. And when you win a lot of games in the regular season, that's great, but it has to, it has to continue into postseason success. And it has not with this coach. And I, I'm done with him. I'm done with him. And if he comes back next year, I'm gonna be really upset. I'm gonna be really upset. And you saw Jerry drag his feet with Jason Garrett for years. Years. And it didn't lead to the outcome he wanted. Don't let it happen with this guy, even though you won 12 games in the division a couple times. Don't do that. That's a mistake. But they did it to me again. They did it to me again, folks. And I know, you know, Sunday evening, it's a Sunday night. Everybody, I'm getting texts from people I haven't gotten texts from. Um, I'm seeing things of people retweeting things who, whose teams are horrendous. Okay. And everybody gets their shots in. That's fine. Um, but if you were an Eagle fan getting your shots in on Sunday evening, you really should have worried about your own team. And... People could be like, well, you should worry about your own team. Well, my team lost already to this point. So there's not a lot to worry about anymore. Now, the Eagle fans still had a game to play. So they shouldn't have worried about the Cowboys. Because the Eagles had their own problems with the 10-1 and start and the 1-6 and finish and blowing the division and not getting off the bus in Tampa Bay. 
Like you can give the you can knock the Cowboys for all the things they did on Sunday afternoon. They played a horrible first half. Second half, at least they didn't quit. They fought. Did it go? Did everything go their right the the right way? And they won the game to come back. No. But the Eagles quit on Monday night. They quit. They quit. So I don't want to hear about this Eagle toughness anymore or or Big Dom or Syrian. It's over. You're done. So you can run your mouth about the Cowboys. That's fine. Look at all the Eagles roster that's coming off the books. You like your coordinators? You like your head coach? Because the Cowboys, we have our own issues for sure. But I know them. The Eagles were staring their issues for what, 12 weeks, considering dating back to some of those wins that they shouldn't have won? No, we're fine, Eagle, E-A-G. Shut up. You're an okay to good football team. You're not great. You never should have been 10-1 and one to start. And people could yell at the Cowboys too. Fair. You play who you play. But the Cowboys had a better point differential than the Eagles. Much better. So if you're playing common opponents, that's a sign of a comparison. Now they're both out. They're both home. Cowboys lost a home game. Eagles lost a road game. But they're both home. So can't really, you know, not a lot of uh, a lot of splitting hairs talking junk there. All right? So Cowboys and Eagles both embarrassed in this wild card weekend. Um, I don't think any fan can either talk junk to each other about those franchise and giant fans shut your mouths giant fans just just learn to shut up for five seconds your team sucks too so we're all in this together but don't start firing pot shots at both Cowboys and Eagles fans because your franchise is a joke too so everybody, let's calm down. Enough about the NFC East. AFC set up for some awesome games, though. Um, would it have been interesting to get Pittsburgh-Baltimore again? Sure, but it's not the Flacco-Big Ben-Pittsburgh-Baltimore. You know what I mean? So it would have been nice to get that game, but we get Kansas City going to Buffalo, which is going to be epic. Um, and a Houston team that goes to Baltimore that Upstart, naive, playing some good ball. Can they upset the, you know? So, like, these are going to be some good games this weekend for the divisional round. But um, AFC is certainly set up for some games. And in the NFC, you're either going to get Tampa or Detroit in a title game in the NFC. Crazy. Crazy. Um, all right. Let's recap. Super Wildcard Weekend. Start with Cleveland and Houston on Saturday afternoon. Houston was at 45-14. Browns got it first. They got a first down, then Flacco gets sacked on third down. They punt on fourth and long. Texans do the same. One first down, then punt after a failed third and three conversion. Browns go three and out. Texans third and six. Stroud to Collins. Huge play to the Cleveland three. Goal to goal. They stall there after a couple incompletions. A Fairbairn field goal is the first points on the board. Flacco hits Njoku for a long completion to get their drive going. He hits Cooper. 
set up goal to go. Then third and goal, a hunt touchdown makes it 7-3 Cleveland. Singletary runs for 29, next Houston possession. Stroud to Mechie for 27 into the red zone. Stroud to Collins, touchdown. Houston back in front, 10-7. Flacco to Bryant, catch and run for 47 yards. Third and two, Flacco gets the conversion on his own. Then a Flacco to Hunt, touchdown. Cleveland back in front, 14-10. It was all Texans from there, folks. One play, Stroud, Jordan, deep shot, touchdown. 17-14, Texans. Browns three and out. Texans three and out. Browns get a first down, but the third and eight, an incompletion force another punt. Singletary runs for a first down for the Texans. Stroud to Collins. Another uh, set of downs. Third and five. DPI keeps the drive going. Singletary, big run, gets called back for a hole, but the Texans score anyway on a Stroud to Schultz touchdown. 24-14. Browns try to get it going late into the half, but they take a sack. That ends the second quarter. Texans punt first possession in the third quarter. Flacco and Joku first down. Flacco to Cooper. Chunk play. Flacco to Bell. Pick up another set of downs uh, after a flag. It backed them up. And then Flacco pick six to Nelson. 31-14. Then fourth and two at the Cleveland 33. Flacco pick six to Harris. 38-14. The Browns move it into the Houston end, but face with a fourth and six at the 37. Flacco sacked for a turnover on downs. Stroud hitch Collins for a first down. Third and fourth, Stroud to Woods to convert. Singletary touchdown, 45-14. Browns had a fourth and three at the Cleveland 46. Incomplete pass, turnover on downs. Texans go three and out. Browns fourth and seven at the Texans 38. And he gets sacked again to turn it over on downs. The Texans kneel it out. So you look at the numbers here. Texans bad on third down, but they didn't get to a lot of third downs to be fair to them. Two of eight. Cleveland 7-15 on third down, not bad, but 0-4 on fourth downs, including a bunch of turnover on downs and the pick six. Red zone, Houston three trips, two touchdowns, one field goal. Cleveland two trips, two touchdowns. Those early two possessions, they got into the end zone. They were up 7-3 and 14-10 and never scored after that. The turnovers, the two Flacco pick sixes. Special teams, no really, uh, no missed kicks. Uh, Johnston for the Texans pinned the Browns inside the 23 times out of four. So we talk about field possession. We talk about special teams, guys. Those are the things you got to look at. Where are teams starting um, on these drives? Where are they starting? And then really the sudden change, um, the back-to-back -back pick sixes really sealed the game for the Houston Texans. Impressive in Stroud, in D'Amico Ryan's uh, playoff debut. Listen, I said it last week. Like, I looked back at these matchups, and, and Houston would win these games. Houston would win this 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon game where they're the division winner welcoming in a quote-unquote better wild card team, whatever you want to say. But uh, Houston, give them credit. Give the Houston Texans credit. And hell of a season for the Cleveland Browns. So much turmoil, so much um, uh, adversity to deal with between all the things at the quarterback position and all the injuries. They lose their best player in Chubb. Uh, they got some injuries on defense as well. And... It was a great season for them. Give them a bunch of credit. But uh, the Houston Texans were really, really ready to go and fired up uh, for their fo first postseason game uh, in this era. So that was Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, Miami and Kansas City, the chilling, the bone-chilling temperatures. In Arrowhead, Casey wins it 26-7. to Chiefs opening possession immediately faced with a third and 10. Mahomes to Kelsey convert. Pacheco a good run. Another Pacheco run for 23 sets the Chiefs up in the red zone. Mahomes to Rice touchdown. Chiefs in front, 7-0. Dolphins went 3 and out. Chiefs went 3 and out. Then some Waddle and Mostert runs get a Miami drive going. Tua runs for a first down. Then third and one turns into a third and five on a penalty. Tua gets picked off. Uh, here come the Chiefs. Mahomes to Rice for 23. Pacheco runs for a first down. Third and seven. Mahomes to Rice 
called short of the sticks, review the spot, change to a first down. They're into the red zone again. Uh, they recover a fumble of theirs, and then they stall for a bucker field goal. So it's 10 nothing. Here come the Dolphins. Two at a hill for nine, then two at a hill for 53 in the touchdown. Dolphins on the board. Chiefs lead is only three. Mahomes to Kelsey for 22. Third and three, Mahomes founds Valdez Scantling to convert. Third and one, Harmon reverse sniffed out. So fourth and five, they go for it. Mahomes runs for 28 on the scramble. I told you guys, like previewing the Chiefs games, does he run all the time? No. He runs on third down. He runs in the red zone. He runs on fourth down. He runs in very key areas of the game. Okay. Um, he throws a touchdown to Rice, but it comes off the board for an illegal block in the back. They sell for a second Butker field goal to make it 13-7. to Dolphins have fourth and one. Tua incomplete. They turn it over on downs. Chiefs go three and out. Dolphins go three and out. Defensive holding. Gets a drive going. Third and five turns into a third and ten for the Chiefs. Mahomes to Rice for 39. Third and seven incomplete pass. Uh, Butker, third field goal, 16-7. Dolphins try a long pass to end the half. So we go into the half, 16-7. Dolphins get it. Coming out of the break, they go three and out. Mahomes to Gray for 20. Mahomes to Kelsey for 13. Mahomes to Rice for 10. Edwards Alaire runs for a first down. Mahomes scrambles for a first down to set up goal to go. They stall again, a fourth Butker field goal. So it wasn't like um, this game is 28-7 or, you know, like crazy. It's 19-7. You have an opportunity if you're the Dolphins can get it going, but they end up punting again. A roughing the passer call gets a drive started for Kansas City. Mahomes to Watson for 10. Third and five, Mahomes to James for six in the conversion. Second and 16, Mahomes to Rice for 28. A grounding call backs Kansas City up third and 20, but a roughing the passer call converts it. Later in the drive, third and four, Mahomes to Edwards Lair for the first down. And then the direct snap play to Pacheco, touchdown 26 7. Now it's out of hand. Dolphins drive, but face with fourth and 16 in the KC 31. They turn over and down. She's go three and out. Dolphins moving again, fourth and 10 in the Kansas City 44. They turn over and downs. Edwards Lair fumbles. Uh, to a completion of Smythe ends the game with the clock running. So they don't get closer than 10-7, folks. And it's tough if you're one of these finesse teams and you don't get home field. It is truly tough like that. Uh, third down numbers, Kansas City 6 of 15, pretty solid. 101 on fourth down, then a home scramble. Miami, horrendous on third down. 1 of 12. They were 3 of 6 on fourth at least, but... Still not enough. One of 12 on third down is abysmal. Red zone. Kansas City, six trips, two touchdowns, four field goals. That's going to hurt you in games where you're not home. That's going to hurt you in Buffalo next week if you cannot convert six trips into the red zone into only two field goal, uh, two touchdowns, four field goals. Miami, no red zone trips. Did not step foot inside the Miami 20 with a snap. Turnovers. Chiefs had three fumbles, but they only lost one. Could have been a different game had they not recovered those other two, and then you had the two a pick early in the game. Special teams, no missed kicks, no real big returns. Dolphins never pinned Kansas City inside the 20 from four punts, but the Chiefs Townsend's two punts, one touchback, one inside the 20. Uh, you had the Mahomes moment with the helmet, which was wild. You had some trick plays with the Chiefs, but I don't know if there's a ton of sudden change in this game necessarily, but um, give the Chiefs credit. Not the biggest offensive showing, but did a great job defensively against a really, really strong and uh, versatile offense, especially in the run game. So give them credit. All right. Um, with Pittsburgh, Buffalo being moved from Sunday afternoon to Monday uh, afternoon slash evening. Green Bay Dallas is the first game on Sunday. 
And Green Bay took it to the Cowboys, 48-32. Packers won the toss and uh, took the ball. Pelley on Jordan, uh, Jerron Bland got the drive started with a first down. Love to Dobbs for 22. Jones runs for two first downs. Love to Musgrave to move the sticks. Then a third and five becomes a third and two, thanks to a false uh, defensive offside. Sorry. And a Jones touchdown gets the Packers on the board, 7-0. Uh, both teams then have some first downs, then punts. Cowboys deep in their own end. Dak gets picked off. Love to Jones for 13 to set up goal to go. Holding backs them up, but then love to Dobbs to the one. Jones a second touchdown, 14-0 Packers early. Cowboys on the move, but two negative plays take them out of possible field goal range. They're forced to punt again. Packers, third and one, love to craft to convert. Love to Dobbs for 39. Third and four, love to Musgrave to convert. Third and seven, love to Wicks, touchdown. Missed extra point. Green Bay up 20 to nothing. Cowboys, third and one, Dak to Cooks, first down. Then Dak to Gallup for 16. Two-minute warning, next snap. Dak throws a pick six to Darnell Savage. Green Bay, 27-nothing. Cowboys put together a two-minute drill. They only get nothing, but the last play of the half, Dak to Ferguson, touchdown, ends the half 27-7. First possession of the second half, Dak to CD to start with a first down. Third and two, converted via face mask on the Packers. Third and six, Dak to CD, they convert. Um, they connect again for another first down, but then first and 10 at the Green Bay 16, they don't gain another yard, which you have to score a touchdown there and make it 27-14. And then you have to get a stop and make it 27-21. There's only one path back in this game. Um, and to kick a field goal here, to be honest with you, is really, really stupid. Um, but they kick it anyway. So it's 27-10. Jones runs for a first down. Love to Dobbs for 46. Another big play to the Dallas 17. And Jones, another touchdown run, 34-10. Dak to C.D. Lamb to start the drive. First down. Pollard a couple runs. Dak scrambles for a first down. Total goal. Pollard touchdown. Cowboys go for two and get it, but it comes back on a flag, and then they end up missing the extra point. So it's 34-16. Jones for 10, then for 27, then Love on a play where nobody covered Musgrave. The guy, he almost could have called for a fair catch. <laughs> nobody around him, and then he beats Curse to the end zone. 41-16. At least at this point, they could have quit. They didn't quit. Cowboys face with a fourth and five. They're on 41. Turnover on downs. Uh, Jones for 19. Wilson for a first down. Fourth and two with a Dallas three. Love to Dobbs touchdown, 48-16. Cowboys 11 plays, 75 yards. Dak to Ferguson touchdown, two-point play. Good. Green Bay covers the onside, but they go three and out. Cowboys take over their own nine. Dak to CD. Lamb for 47. Unnecessary roughness. Nets more yards on the next play. Dak Ferguson touchdown. They go for two. It's good. 48-32, Packers recover. They go uh, the outside kick. They go three and out again. Cowboys, fourth and eight, the Green Bay 27, turnover and downs. Packers kneel it out. So between it being 27 nothing at one point and then 41-16, the fact that this game ends up being 48-32 is not indicative of the final uh, of the game, the final score. And the fact that the Cowboys were 10 of 16 on third down, that was really in the second half. Uh, because they were horrible on third down in the first half, over two on fourth down. Packers, six of ten on third down, one of one on fourth. They were excellent on third down. Six of ten. And one of one on fourth. So even though one of the times that they didn't convert the third down, they still kept the ball. So Packers, perfect in the red zone. Five trips, five touchdowns. Cowboys, five trips, four touchdowns, one field goal. Turnovers, two deck picks. Special teams, missed kicks from both kickers. Sudden change, I mean, the start of the game. Um... The whole entire first half was just bad. 
Um, and then the end of the half, beginning of the half for the Cowboys, they couldn't double up there, which might have been the path back to um, at least making it a one-score game, but that didn't happen. So close the book on another Cowboys season. Um, another one that doesn't go at least to the NFC title game, let alone a Super Bowl. So, And uh, I'm, I'm not hearing enough people give the Packers credit. Jordan Love played amazing. Aaron Jones ran the ball so well. Um, LaFleur had a great game plan and defensively they did a really good job against Dak. Like uh, you can give the Packers credit for this game. Like I understand everybody wants to kill the Cowboys and Stephen A and you get the skip videos and it's fun to make fun of the Cowboys. Like I got Frank the Tank laughing. Yo, your team scored seven points, dog. I don't need you. I don't need giant fans texting me that I haven't heard from in years. What's wrong with you people? Scumbags. Actually, bad people. So, Sunday evening, I mean, I was watching. You know how I was watching this game, guys? I had my cousin texting me the first half because United didn't have live TV, which I thought they did. And then I get to baggage claim. I have the game on delay because the radio calls are so delayed between Sirius and the TuneIn app. You're, you're like four plays behind almost. So I had to shut that off, and I got to baggage claim. I was at baggage claim for an hour watching the game on a TV because my bag didn't come out. I had people laughing at me in the terminal. A little boy came up to me, saw I was rooting for the Cowboys. I said, go Cowboys. His dad said, what did you just say? I said, go Cowboys. He said, no, we don't root for the Cowboys. I said, don't do it, kid. Don't do it, kid. Don't do it to yourself. Look at me. I'm 33 years old. Saw them win when I was five. Or was I four? I was four. It's not worth it. Credit to the Packers. Can can somebody say that? Are we allowed to give credit to the Packers? Played a great game. Cowboys didn't. Especially in the first half. Sunday night, Rams, Lions, the Stafford Bowl, the Stafford Goff matchup, the what a game this turned into. Lions went to 24-23. Montgomery first down. The Lions punched him in the mouth to start the game. Uh, Goff to Reynolds for 24. They connect again to move the six. Go to goal. Montgomery touchdown. Lions 7-0. Third and one for the Rams. DPI keeps the drive alive. Williams run for a first down. Stafford and Akua for 21. And necessary roughness flag sets up goal to go. They stall there for a Maher field goal. So the Rams on the board down 7-3. Goff to Reynolds. Tack on a roughing call. Goff to Gibbs for 14. Holding call backs them up, but... Goff to Reynolds again for 33. Sets up another goal-to-go opportunity. Gibbs, touchdown run, 14-3 Lions. Here come the Rams. Stafford, third and 16. He hits Robinson for 19. Third and one from the 50. Stafford, Nakua, touchdown. Catch and run from the Hawaiian. 14-10. Lions lead. Montgomery, good run to start the drive for the Lions. Goff to Williams for 13. Third and five. Goff to St. Brown for the conversion. Goff to Gibbs, first down. Then fourth and one of the Rams, two. Goff, Laporte, touchdown. Lions, 21 10. Stafford to Nakua for 21 to get there. Next drive going. Fourth and five of the Detroit 44. Stafford to Cup. Convert. Stafford at will. Touchdown. 21-17. Lions lead. Lions get a first down, but they punt. Rams end up taking it into the half. So we had score, 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 score. And then a couple uh, punts or one punt and uh, take it into the half to end the second quarter. Rams punt. Opening possession in the second half. Third and six. Goff to St. Brown for 30. They connect again for 17, but they're faced with a third and 21 after Negative plays back them up. Long Badgley field goal is good. Lions up 7, 
17. Stafford to Rivers for 17. Stafford to Allen for 22. Third and 12. They can't convert for they settle for a Maher field goal. So they cut it to four again. Lions punt. Third and eight. Stafford and Nakua for nine. Stafford to Robinson. They move the chains again. Williams for 12. Stafford and Nakua for 22 and a first down. Then third and 11 at the Detroit. Third and eight at the Detroit 11. My apologies. Incompletion. A Maher field goal brings them to one. You could have thought maybe, hey, run the football here. Make it fourth and short. We at least think about it. No. McVay sends out Maher to make it a one-point game. Lions go three and out. So here's the Rams' opportunity. He hits Nakua for 35. He hits Rivers for 14. Third and fourth, the Detroit 34 turns into third and 14 after a hold. Incompletion. Fourth and 14, the Rams end up punting it back. They have one timeout. Lions get a first down on Montgomery run. Then they get the second first down that they needed. Goff, St. Brown, completion to seal it. Rams out of timeouts, can't stop the clock, and that's how the Lions won a home playoff game. What absolute scenes in Detroit. Um, I got to give credit to Melissa Stark, who had Goff, Hutchinson, St. Brown after the game. I thought she did an excellent job with her interview. She's a pro. She's a pro's pro. I mean, there's so many great sideline reporters, to be fair. Uh, but Melissa Stark does a really great job on NBC. And um, I thought she had a great hit, a great spot with those three, if you haven't seen it already. All right, let's go to the numbers. Third down, Detroit, three of nine, one for one. LA, three of nine, one for one on four. So identical. Identical for my My Cousin Vinny fans out there. All right, and identical red zone, I'm pretty sure. Three trips, three touchdowns, three trips, three three field. Oh, here it is. Three trips, three touchdowns for the Lions. Three trips, three field goals for the Rams. That's the difference in the game, folks. Turnovers, none. Uh, special teams, Fox had three punts inside the three, uh, inside the 20 for Detroit. Uh, sudden change. I felt like it was score for score in the first half and then a uh, quiet end to the first half. And then second half with the Lions not being able to punch in a touchdown, only getting a field goal, keeping the Rams around. And then the Rams not being able to do the same and get a touchdown to put them in front instead of only getting field goals. So. Red zone, the big storyline in this Detroit Lions win over the LA Rams. Um, the booing of Stafford, I'm not I'm I guess I'm okay with it technically. I wouldn't love it. Uh, I wouldn't love it if I was a Stafford family, and I'm sure the, the Lions fans aren't like all gung ho about him being back like for another team when they want to I get it. But he also, with him moving on, let you do this rebuild and get you to this point as well. So, like, you have to also love him for that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just – but if you put Kelly, the wife, and the girls on and they boo, that's a little much for me. I don't think we need to boo little kids. They don't, they don't get it. They don't understand that you're just doing it, like, just trolling. Like, I don't know. I think that's a little messed up. All right. Let's go to the Monday, which turned into a doubleheader because Pittsburgh Buffalo got moved. Uh, from Sunday afternoon. All right, uh, Buffalo wins at 31-17. Steelers got a first. Rudolph to Warren on a screen, set up a good game, but third and eight, they're incomplete. Third and one, Allen gets pushed for a first down. Allen the Kincaid, chunk play. Allen the digs twice for first downs, and Cook had a good run. Allen and Knox, touchdown. Bills on the board, 7 nothing. Steelers, third and four, incompletion, another punt. Bills, three and out after failing to convert a third and short. Rudolph to Pickens. He fumbles. Bills recover. It's called incomplete. Bills challenge. They get it overturned. So they're set up at the Pittsburgh 29. Allen contained touchdown. Bills up 14-0. Third and nine. P 
Pass gets tipped, incomplete, another punt for the Steelers. Bills, good field position, but they go three and out. Rudolph to Fryermuth, huge play for 33, but he fumbles. Bills recover, but the ruling was the ball was out of bounds before the recovery took place. Um, play gets reviewed, it stands. So the Bills are out of challenges in the first quarter. Rudolph to Robinson for another first down. Harris a good run uh, for a first down. Big sack backs them up. Warren gets a lot of it back. So they're faced with third and eight. Rudolph finds Fryermuth for the conversion. DPI sets up a goal to go, but Rudolph gets picked off in the end zone. Could have changed the game there. Uh, third and five, Allen digs for a first down. Cook runs for another one. Third and seven, Allen scrambles for a 52-yard touchdown. Where I don't know what the hell the Steelers are doing because maybe they're like, okay, let's not you know hit him if he's going to slide or whatever. And I know he slides later in the game and they get the penalty, but he's not a guy that usually slides. So, like, I don't know. You got to go in the tent with at least almost getting run over if he's not going to slide and just hope you don't get embarrassed on national television. But that touchdown made it 21-0. Steelers third and seven incompletion. Another punt. Johnson um, runs for a short third down conversion for the Bills. Allen the Hardy for third and three. Then third and seven. Allen gets nearly picked off on a seam ball. So they try the Bass long field goal, and you really could have punted here. 21-0. I know 24-0 makes it um, four possessions fine. But 21-0 is three possessions. You don't really need this field goal. And if it gets blocked or the run back or you miss it, they give them field possession. What happened? Well, it got blocked. And there wasn't a big return, but the ball went backwards, folks. Um, so that Bass field goal gets blocked. They go to the Buffalo 33. The Bills punter Martin got hurt on the play trying to chase the ball down. Warren runs for a first down. Rudolph to Pickens for another first down. Rudolph to Johnson. Touchdown. The Steelers are on the board trailing 21-7. Allen to Shakir gets the drive going, but next play, Allen sack. Bills take it into the half. Bills go three and out to start the half after a negative play. Rudolph to Johnson for 19. Warren runs for a first down. Third and nine. Incomplete, but Boswell field goal cuts it to 21-10. Cook runs for a first down. Third and nine short. Third and short, Allen gets stuffed. Fourth and one, Allen gets it on the shove where he went up into the air. Allen and Kincaid for 10. He hits Dig for a third and nine conversion. Next third down is third and 12. They come up a little short. This time, Bass makes the field goal. So it's 24 to 10. Third and 11, Steelers need it and get it on a Rudolph to Pickens connection. Pickens end around for 15. Then Rudolph scrambles for a first down. He hits Johnson for 11 into the red zone. Third and seven, Rudolph to Johnson for another first down. Rudolph to Austin, touchdown. Steelers down seven all of a sudden. Bills 24-17. Holding call, first play, next Bills drive. Cook runs for a first down. Allen keeper for a first down. Allen runs, slides, he gets hit. Tack on the flag. Then Allen to Shakir, who runs away from everybody. I don't know how. He didn't get tackled in the middle of the field. Touchdown, Bills 31-17. So for the Steelers, they got to get some scores quick. Third and three, complete for no game. Fourth and three at their own 32. Incomplete, turnover on downs. Johnson runs for two first downs, and then fourth and cold pass misses another field goal. Um, but the Steelers try to go down the field. They run out of time. So we go to third down numbers. Bills, 5 of 12, not great. 1 of 1 on fourth down on the one sneak. Bill, uh, Pittsburgh, 5 of 11 on third down. 0 for 1 on their own fourth down. Red zone, three trips, two touchdowns, one field goal. Pittsburgh, three trips, two touchdowns, one pick early in the game. Turnovers, the Pickens fumble, the Rudolph pick, both. One in the end zone and one with the Steelers going in. So it's a completely different game if those turnovers don't happen. Special teams, Bass had a field goal block and a miss. Martin got hurt for the Bills on the on the block for the punter. So his status going into next week. And then 
sudden change. You had the field goal block lead to the Pittsburgh touchdown, but then you had the Allen touchdown, the Shakir touchdowns um, that should never really have been touchdowns uh, turn into them. So you got some sudden change there. All right, the nightcap, the final game, Philly going out of Tampa. Bucks win it 32-9. to Big to Otten, a first down. Big to Evans, a chunk play. White runs for a first down. Third and three, big to White to convert. But then on a third and three is an incomplete. They settle for a McLaughlin field goal to get the scoring started. Swift ran for a first down, but then third and two, they throw it. It's incomplete, so the Eagles punt. Big to Moore for 22. Tack on a face pass. Big to Moore long. Catch and run touchdown. 10 nothing Bucks. Eagles, third and short, incomplete. Another punt. Big to Edmonds, first down. Big to Otten, another chunk play. But third and 13 is incompletion. Another at McLaughlin field goal. 13 nothing Bucks. Hurts. To Smith for 31. Hurts again for a first down. Third and eight. Uh, I believe incompletion. Elliott field goal. 13-3. Philly on the board. Third and six. Big scrambles for it. Tompkins end around for a first down. Third and one gets stuffed. Fourth and one. White gets seven. Third and five. Another incompletion. McLaughlin makes it 16-3. to Hurts to, uh, to Jones for 14. Then Hurts to Smith. Big play for 55. They throw a touchdown pass to Goddard. Flagged. On the extra point, Eagles end up going for two. The shove play gets stuffed. The shove play gets stuffed. So it's 16-9. to nine. White runs for a first down. Big to Otten for 19. Couple of incompletions and a sack on third and 10. Covey muffs the punt, but he gets it back at his own nine. Remember that, folks, because one time left, 133 left. Gainwell runs for a first down. Hurts to Smith for 13 and a first down. Timeout taken. 32 seconds left. Third and eight. Shorter line to game. So they just take it into the half. Eagles got a first and second half. Third and 11. Hurts sack. They have to punt again. Big to hot and first down. But third and seven. Big sack. So they're forced to punt. Hurts run. Comes back on offsetting fouls. Third and nine incomplete. But a DPI keeps the drive alive. Third and six. Hurts the game well for a minimal gain. They're forced to punt again. White. Runs for a first down. Eagles third and one. Big sack. The Eagles uh, force a pump, but they get it at their own 10. Third and six. Hurts runs back into the end zone. Grounding in the end zone. Safety. Two points. Bucks 18 to nine. Then big to Palmer. Catch and run touchdown. 25-9. Swift runs for 20, uh, runs for 17. Hurts to Smith for 19. Hurts again to Smith for another chunk play. Back-to-back flags on the Eagles. Second and 27. Short game makes it third and 21. Hurts to Swift for 11. Elliott field goal, good. Flag on Tampa. So they take the points off the board again. Fourth and five. Offense comes back on the field. Hurts, incomplete. Turnover on downs. Big to Dern for 18 to get the drive started. Big to Otten, third and short. Conversion. White runs for a first down. Third and one. White runs for another first down. Third and seven. Big Godwin touchdown. 32 to nine. Hurts to Swift for 11. Third and eight OPI on the Eagles. Fourth and 12 hurts. Uh, short turnover on downs. Bucks can't run it out. Fourth and six, they turn over downs, but the Eagles run it out for them. So Tampa Bay, six of 14 on third down. Excellent on third down to sustain drives. One or two on fourth. The Eagles, horrendous on third and fourth down. One of the best teams on third and fourth downs this season. 0 for 9, 0 for 2. Red zone. One trip, one field goal for the Bucks. Eagles, two trips, one touchdown, one turnover on downs. Okay? Uh, no real true turnovers between fumbles and, and interceptions. Special teams, no missed kicks. But how about the Eagles, uh, the punting in this game? Camarada for the Bucks, three punts, 
three inside the 20. Led to the Eagles taking it into the half. Led to a safety on the intentional grounding and led to uh, another punt, I'm pretty sure. So Eagles had four punts, none of them inside the 20. Uh, Eagles can't do the double dip at the end of the half. They're down 16-9. Maybe they get a touchdown, 16-6. They get another touchdown, they're in front, and then they go on to the next round. No, 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 no. Sorry, Chris Long, you dumb homer. Play like two seasons. Oh, Mr. Eagle. Enough, Chris Long. And I like Chris, and I like the Longs, and I like Kyle. I just, I cannot stand this this identity thing that he's just Mr. Philadelphia. Please. Please. Okay? So the division round is set. Houston and Baltimore Saturday afternoon on ESPN. And then you got Green Bay at San Francisco Saturday night on Fox. The Green Bay Kryptonite, the San Francisco 49ers. See if they can do it to him again. Sunday, Tampa at Detroit on NBC in the afternoon. And then you got KC and Buffalo on CBS. Hello, friends. Jim Nance. Tony Rowe on Sunday evening. All right. More coaching news. Belichick and Robert Kraft have parted ways. Belichick. Calling it in New England, the six Super Bowls, what, the nine appearances, um, just an outstanding tenure in New England, the standard of success in the league, the standard of success for the history of the league, um, two dynasties with the same team when you look at the breaks between the third and the fourth one. Um, so now New England. Needed a coach, they hire Mayo. So there's no real opening there. So take New England off the board. Mayo is the head coach in New England. But the coach openings right now, Carolina, Vegas, the LA Chargers, Atlanta Falcons, Washington Commanders, Tennessee Titans, and Seattle Seahawks, and hopefully soon to be the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm sure some people in Philadelphia are also calling for Nick Sirianni. So you got that going for you. All right, weekend soccer recap, um, half and half prem. You got Burnley, Luton, 1-1. That was on Friday. And Dooney. Gave Burnley a 1-0 lead to Turf Moor, but Morris's stoppage time equalizer gave Luton a point. And J.J. Watt got suspended on Twitter because he posted a video from his TV because he's the Burnley owner. 1-1. Uh, Chelsea Fulham, London Derby. Uh, Sterling goes down in the box, stoppage time in the uh, end of the first half. Palmer converts the pen 1-0 to Chelsea. City beat Newcastle 3-2 at St. James Park. Silva... The opener, Isak, the leveler. Gordon put Newcastle up 2-1. Kevin De Bruyne back for City. Scores the equalizer. And then Bob, the kid, Oscar Bob, a stoppage time winner for Manchester City. 3-2. And now we are in the new year, folks. So that means Manchester City will never lose another game in the Prem. So good luck to Liverpool and Arsenal because here comes Manchester City. All right. Everton and Villa finish nil-nil. Somebody had the ball in the back of the net, and it got uh, taken away. Man U, Tottenham, 2-2. Hoyland got the scoring started where Charleston leveled it. Rashford made it 2-1 United, but a Betancur equalizer split the points 2-2. Serie A, Monza, Inter, Inter went at 5-1. Calangalu, Brace, Latoro Martinez, Brace, Taram, the other goal. Scorer, Lazio, B. Lecce, 1-0. Uh, Milan beat Roma, 3-1. Giroud, Hernandez, goal scorers there. Mourinho gets sacked in Rome. And with that news, the U.S. men's national team should sack Greg Berhalter and hire Mourinho instantly because that's the way we could possibly win something as a um, as a country in a World Cup. Atalanta beat Frazioni 5-0. Bundesliga, Munich beat Hoffenheim 3-0. Musiala brace, Kane goal. Leverkusen knock off 
Augsburg 1-0 with a stoppage time winner, and Rebel Leipzig lose to Frankfurt 1-0. Len beat, uh, Len lose to PSG, sorry. 2-0 and Bappe goes further. So you got FA Cup replays midweek here. Uh, go to college basketball here. You got Tennessee beating Georgia in a close good game there. Uh, Wisconsin handled Northwestern at home. Kansas beats up on Oklahoma 78-66 at home in a game that you're looking forward to that one. Wish Oklahoma showed up. TCU, big upset over Houston, 68-67. Even though TCU is a good team, but Houston is a really, really good team. Uh, Baylor squeaks by Cincinnati in a close one, and then Marquette handles Nova on MLK Day, 87-74. Some big games this week. Purdue, Indiana is gigantic, as we know. You got Florida, Tennessee. Baylor's taking on Kansas State. Iowa, BYU is a good game. Creighton, UConn. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Texas Tech, Houston. Guys, the Big 12... The Big East, the Big Ten, the SEC, these four leagues, guys, every night there's going to be wars. You know, I respect the ACC. I respect the Pac-12. I think there's a lot of great schools, a lot of great coaches, a lot of great players in those conferences. Is it as top to bottom in those leagues as it is the other leagues? No, it's not. Big 12 is unbelievable. Big 12 might be one of my favorites. Uh, so we got a lot of good basketball on the horizon Thursday show, we will do a full breakdown of the divisional round. I'm sure there'll be more footy to talk about as well, along with more college basketball. But, um, yeah, I'm, uh, my voice is still a little banged up. I'm still a little banged up, but uh, had to get you to the pod. I understand if it's a little late again, three weeks in a row. You're like, you're going to keep doing this, recording on Tuesday? No, I'm not going to keep doing this, but it's just like the circumstances at hand, guys. What, are, what do you want me to do? All right. Um, so that being said, we will have a full divisional preview on Thursday's show. Looking forward to that. More footy, I'm sure, as well. College basketball. And until then, I'll talk to you guys then. Peace. That's the name of it? Guys, check out his podcast. That sounds like my kind of podcast. Football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.